Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. For the last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. So in this episode, I want to share something that uh, is really actually in, in reality really unfortunate, um, but I feel like the, there's a lot of lessons in this story uh, that hopefully you guys can take with you and learn from so that you guys don't make the same mistakes. And so as I'm sure you guys have read from the title of this episode, this is really an episode about why a former employee of mine uh, who had been in the juice bar industry for a long time went out of business. And, you know, this was this really nice guy and uh, had worked for almost every juice bar in LA and was doing some consulting work for a period of time and then came and worked for me and ended up eventually uh, becoming a manager of one of my stores. Um, or he was a shift lead, so he was in a higher position in our store doing some managerial type of work. Um, but ultimately, when he went to start his own business, things didn't go well. And so, what was the first mistake that this person made? The first mistake he made was he really chose the wrong location. He chose a, a location that definitely had a lot of driving traffic. It was visible, um, but the unfortunate part is he was too close to another business that was really well established. They weren't specifically a juice bar, they were a cafe, um, but this was a cafe that had been around for a while, really great brand recognition. They were just doing a lot of volume and they also sold juice. And so uh, he made the mistake of being in too close of a proximity to them. And ultimately, um, he was just competing with someone and a company that was just in a completely different league. Uh, the second mistake that he made is he really believed that his product was going to be the reason that he was successful which I'm sure you guys have heard me say before, this is a huge mistake that a lot of juice bar owners make, is they believe that having the best product means that they're gonna be the most successful business, and those two things have some correlation, but they're not always uh, apples for apples. So it doesn't mean that just because you have the best product that you're gonna be the most successful. People have to be aware of you, you have to do some marketing, you have to build relationships. There's all manner of other elements that have to go right in a business in order for you to be successful. I often say that you know, business is one of those things that if you get one thing wrong, it can destroy you, but you have to get a lot of things right. It's usually not just one thing that you get right that means you're successful. Now, there's always anomalies. There's always these unicorns. If you have some crazy product that you've discovered that's going to you know, allow you to fly and levitate, then granted, that's all you need because it's just that crazy. But most of the time, people's juice is only going to be so good and only so inspiring for people to come and visit your store. So he definitely made the mistake, in my opinion, that uh, his product was going to be the thing that made him win. 
The other thing, and the third thing that I would say is um, a huge mistake that he made was he wasn't on top of his finances. He didn't know how to manage his money. Um, and these are all things that I'm not speculating on. These are things that we, we spoke about after his business had failed and he was kind of, I was asking him questions around what he was doing and, and he shared with me that, that he hadn't actually been on top of the finances as much as he should have been. And so once again, another mistake a lot of people make is they, they realize theoretically that the money is important, but they don't focus all their time and attention on it. And as a new juice bar owner, you need to be sitting down with your cash flow on a daily basis if not even more often. You need to look at how much money you're spending, how much money is coming in, and how you can adjust constantly. So realize your cash flow is the heartbeat of your business. And if you're not monitoring the heart rate of someone who's in the hospital, they can die and you might not know it. And so if you're not monitoring the cash flow of your business, your business can be dying and you might not know it. And if you on the flip side, are aware you can make the proper adjustments that you need to to make sure your business survives. Now, the fourth mistake, and this is really the big one, is that he believed that he knew everything about this industry. Because he had been in it so long, it, in a lot of ways it's natural. I feel like we all suffer from this. I was definitely a victim to this idea of believing I knew more than I did. And it was only until actually being in the business, running the business, seeing all the moving parts that I really began to understand how little I knew. And so a lot of times we suffer from one of two syndromes. We suffer from the syndrome of not knowing enough and thinking we know more than we do, or we suffer from the syndrome of always preparing, never feeling like we know enough. Um, and so uh, I feel like his, his big mistake was believing that because he had managed juice bars, he had consulted for so many people, he had been in the industry for so long, that he knew what it was like to run a juice bar business. And the reality is, is that even if you are someone who has managed a juice bar there are all, or worked in a juice bar in some capacity, which has its benefit, but the reality is, is there's always these veils of knowledge. And being an owner is different than being a manager. Being a manager is different than being an employee, or I should say someone who's a technician. As I'm sure you guys have heard me reference the book, The E-Myth, definitely check that book out. It talks all about the different roles with inside of a business. It's e-myth, M-Y-T-H, uh, probably at emyth.com as well. Uh, and so... When you are a manager of a business, you're not really sensitive to the cash flow of a business. You don't really understand. You might know a little bit about it and you might be spending some of the money, but you don't see the full picture of how the money moves in and out of a business. And as I just said, the cash flow is everything. And so when you get to the place of becoming an owner, there's a lot more responsibility when it comes to managing money and counting every single dollar that goes in and out of a business. And so uh, he, he didn't realize as most of us don't we don't know what we don't know right there as someone else once said there are the things you know there are the things you know that you don't know and there are the things that you don't know that you don't even know and so these are the questions that you're not asking 
right? So just to give you an example, something that you might be aware of or know that you don't know might be something like, I don't know how to put a great menu together. That's something you're aware of. But then something that you don't know that you don't know is, oh, I don't know that I didn't know how important it was to have a training manual and having systems around training our staff because of how that reduces turnover and that every time I have someone quit the business, it costs me X amount of dollars to retrain them before they get proficient. I didn't understand the interconnectedness between our system of doing inventory and how that relates to you know Yelp reviews as how that relates to our overall income. There's all these things that you, a lot of times we just don't know that we don't know. And I'm just thinking of a few examples off the top of my head, and those might not be perfect examples, but I think you're getting the gist of what I'm saying. And so, in general, uh, it's important to really realize that there are these veils of knowledge. And although you can be someone who doesn't have experience, just because you don't have experience doesn't mean that you're going to be less successful than someone that does have experience managing a juice bar because that was literally my story is I had never even worked in a juice bar. I would never ever worked in a coffee shop or for anyone in food service. Uh, but then I was able to open a business and I definitely can't, I, I wouldn't say I was a perfect owner and operator off the bat. I learned and then I eventually got pretty successful. Um, and the same thing goes for you. Just because you are someone who uh, has experience in a juice bar doesn't mean that if your success is guaranteed, it might be improved. You, you definitely will know things that someone who doesn't have that experience would know, but it also doesn't mean that if you're someone who doesn't have any experience, that there's not ways for you to be successful. Listening to, to podcasts like this, con considering working with a consulting agency like ours, these are all ways to jumpstart your success, to break through and make sure that you don't make the mistakes that other people are going to make uh, that are in the same position as you. So hopefully this has been helpful. This is Andrew with Juice Bar Experts, and as always, as I've said before, if this isn't the first episode you're listening to, you can always reach me at andrew at juicebarexperts.com if you guys need support. And uh, yeah, wishing you guys a lot of success, wishing you well, and we'll see you at the next episode.